Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am excited to be here for episode 269, but I'm not alone. I am joined by my good buddy to the north. I look a little chilly, buddy. It's cold here, too. The great, the wonderful Mr. Dan Rossi. How are you, man? What is going on, Justin? It is cold up here. We're actually, like, scheduled to get maybe one to two inches of snow in the next 24 hours, so, like, I am, I don't know, I'm not ready for this. It's been a long couple of weeks. I missed the last couple of shows. I'm, I'm, I'm bummed out, but I'm super happy to be here tonight and uh, looking forward to it. Dude, snow. I can't. I see. I mean, growing up where I grew up, we got snow. Yeah. And like lots of snow. I that's one thing I do not miss at all. I had somebody. I was in Walmart yesterday, and um, you know, you know me. I talked to everybody, and I was talking to one of the people that works there, and and she said, "Do you like this weather? It's it's like fifty two degrees." And I was like, "No, I hate this weather. Like this is awful. Are you kidding me? Like I want it above seventy five at all times." Um, people always make me laugh. I saw people up north, and they're like, "Oh, we waited till now." to turn the heat on it finally hit 30 and i'm like 30 it is 68 <laughs> degrees here our heat was blasting in the house you kidding me it's oh not even, my goodness we are not not messing around so uh no man it's it's definitely definitely there. hey do your boys play hockey all through the winter is that considered a win that's a dumb question is that considered yes. a winter sport yeah they they play basically about nine months out of the year so the summertime is the only time they have off so like they're 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 in the, in the thick of it now they're actually at, at practice now so hopefully my dogs don't go crazy when they come walking in the door, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad because again, you know, hockey rinks are cold, but it's good. It's a controlled environment. So as long as I wear a coat, I know what to expect. There's no wind, there's no rain. So, you know, it's good. And most of our hockey rinks have a nice little uh, bar attached to the hockey rink, which is a, a nice plus for all the parents. So I want to tell you that. So it's fun. I didn't know hockey was as big in Orlando as it is. It's huge. Yeah. Um, lots of hockey down there. The Reagans are, you know, big into hockey down there. So, uh, but anyway, I, the reason it brought it to me is look, I am, you know, how busy I've been traveling, soccer tournaments. I got another soccer tournament this weekend coming up. Uh, and it's just been crazy. But this is our last, I got one, we had our practice tonight and then we have one more practice Wednesday. And uh, it's like saying bye to like your kids, man, for like two and a half months, you know, not huh. seeing them over the winter. It's kind of sad. I get a little, get a little emotional with it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's tough not seeing some of those kids for a while, but uh, it's nice getting a break every once in a while for sure. Yeah, I'll be I'll be ready. I, I say that now, and then next yeah. Monday I'll be like, oh, what is this? I yes. can have dinner at a normal time. What is yeah. what is not eating at three thirty feel like? You know, yeah. absolutely. I, I like I said, I love watching them play hockey, and I know I'm gonna miss it when they're done. But boy, it, it's gonna be nice to have some free time. <laughs> 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 well, you got three. I don't know how you do yeah. it, man. Um, well, I tell you what, we're super excited too because, yeah, soccer's dying down, hockey's picking up. But the one time, one time we're both off, is in the summer. We don't have anything. We don't have soccer. You don't have hockey. 
Uh, so I can't think of anything better to do than to go on a vacation together, Dan. You know, it's one thing you and I have done quite a few times. We've uh, gone on vacation together. And so I'm super excited to announce the upcoming, the uh, 2023 DDP trip. We have made that decision. We have found those dates. Lots of people reaching out, wanting to know where are we going, what are we doing, and when are we going to be doing it. And we can tell you now, we are heading to the West Coast. We're heading out to Disneyland July the 14th through the 17th, going to see where Walt walked and see Disneyland. Lots of people who have never been going to hopefully join us out there, have a great time. Our West Coasters who are always like, hey, we always fly to you. Hang out there. We're coming to you this year. We're super excited about it. Get a hold of us right away to book those trips. It's got to be booked through Away With Me Travel. For all those extras, we're going to uh, throw in a show at awaywithmetravel.com. Get a hold of us July 14th through the 17th. DDP Today Disneyland Family Vacation is off and running. We cannot wait to see you in Disneyland, hanging out, having a blast. Dan, you have not missed a DDP trip. You've been on every one of them. Buddy, let's head to Disneyland. You excited? As a host uh, now, finally. Uh, yes, I, I can't wait. Uh, I mean, we had this trip planned in 2020. Um, and for my family, we, we've, I don't know what, what's wrong with us, but we never go west. We've always gone like east, south, southeast, you know, you know, going down to the Caribbean, but we've never gone west. And so we were really excited in 2020 when we had the DDP trip planned. Uh, we were going out there. We were even going to go to like San Diego, go up and down the coast a little bit. And uh, unfortunately, COVID, you know, put a, yeah. a wrench in all of our plans. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we got that DDP nudge to, to push us back out that way because I can't wait to go out there. Uh, I'm really excited. I, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the DDP trip, but I also want to I want to explore a little bit out west, too, because, again, we've never been out that way. So. Uh, excited to see everyone out there and uh, and cannot wait. Like I'm 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 ready to start looking for some hotels right now. <laughs> Since it's just me and you tonight, can we? Uh, can I admit that Disneyland's my favorite park? Although I'm a Walt Disney World kid, like yeah. Disneyland's dude, it's your favorite. Oh my goodness, it's just so everything about it is so magical. You walk in Walt's apartment right there, guys. We will be setting up uh, to do walking in Walt's footsteps tour. We'll be, uh, some other really special stuff coming up too. We're working on that behind the scenes. Um, you do you do not want to miss this. For all those people who have traveled with us before, you know how much fun it is. Come on, let's head out to Disneyland. You uh, the great part is when we do like park times like this is you have time with your family, and then we do things as kind of a group. It's really really great, Dan. You know how that works. How we kind of oh, split yeah. off. You still have that family time, so don't feel like. I know there's probably spouses who maybe one spouse doesn't listen to the show or doesn't know right. everybody, and they're like, "We don't, I don't want to go out and hang out with everybody." But the funny part is, it's normally the spouse who ends up hanging out more <laughs> than the person who listens to the show. So it's always a lot of fun. Yeah, she's probably like, you know what that that Justin guy is kind of weird. I don't want to hang out with him all the time. Yeah. Let me just sit over by the pool and read a book or whatever. So. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I don't. I don't think I can hang out with Justin and listen to four hours of him talking about the history of uh, Marceline and how much he loves, you know, the Walt Disney World Railroad and all this stuff. Um, so no, it'll be a ton of fun. Get a hold of the show at awaywithmetravel.com. We will get a package that will work for your family and get you out west to where we can have some fun at Disneyland, at Disney California Adventure, and uh, really having a blast creating those memories that last a lifetime. Uh, speaking of memories that last a lifetime, Dan, we, you know, the other guys are busy. Mike is gone for a couple weeks. Uh, as we go, uh, Dave is working tonight, and um, uh, Joe is in bowling. He's bowling tonight. Monday night is bowling night. So it's me and you, and we started talking because, you know, with what we do, with us both being uh, travel advisors, we deal with a lot of people who go to Disney that want to go to Disney in large parties. 
And it can be quite overwhelming for a lot of people whenever they look at a Walt Disney World trip and they have families of eight or more or groups of eight or more to try to plan, try to get everyone on the same page, try to know what to uh, expect. And so tonight I thought, you know what, this is the perfect opportunity, since it's just me and you, for us to talk about tips and tricks of enjoying Disney while with a large group, because there is a lot to it, and I think this will help a lot of people. Um, I've seen it personally here recently a lot. I have a lot of clients going in parties of seven or eight or nine or ten over these next two months, a lot around Christmas time. Um, A lot of them have not been to Disney in a long time either. And uh, then, of course, we've got big groups going for Marathon Weekend. Everybody's wanting to plan together and do all that. So I've been doing a lot of dining, a lot of planning for groups of eight and larger. And I'll tell you, man, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of expectation to it. And I think we're going to dive right into what you should expect, how you can plan to get the most out of things. And, uh, of course, maybe some hotels, some dining that we can steer you towards or steer you away from that will make your trip all the better. Dan, let's just start with the overall just planning aspect of it. I mean, I think the main thing for me, Dan, is whenever you talk about a large group, it's even more important for a large group than it is any other to plan well, well in advance. For sure. I mean, because you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a lot of different opinions in a group. You know, people are going to have different wants and needs for their whole trip. And, you know, in Disney World is not one that you can just kind of, you know, play it by ear, so to speak. Can't just show up. Right. You you have to have things planned well in advance and have a pretty good game plan. Because, again, you know, if, if you show up with 12 people in the park with not really a, much of a plan, it's going to be a disaster, and you're not going to want to come back. <laughs> yeah, it's it, well, for me, too, it's, look, can you do a Disney vacation with a large group a month out? Yes, you can. You 100% can, and people do it. But I think you also have to have an expectation to know that you may not be able to get the certain rooms you want, or you may not be able to get the certain dining you want. If you plan that, you know, 90 days, you know, 120 days out to where you can start to plan that dining, we can have those meetings beforehand chatting about it. We can temper those expectations, set those expectations to where you know that even at 60 days, if you have something really on your list then we can push it towards the end of your trip and really give it a shot to get it. I mean, you see it all the time. You under, you know you know better than most that, especially for those large groups, if you want like a Topolino's, we've got to put it pretty much on the last night you're on, on property. For sure. I mean, that's what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, if you're going for three or four days, you know, that day you go ahead and make your reservations for dining, you know, that first day you're going to have, you know, hundreds if not thousands of other groups that have already made reservations because you know they're arriving on property three or four days before you and you know maybe they're for they're there for a week and and i guess people just don't like it doesn't add up in a lot of people's heads to think that you know hey everyone that's going to be there on this particular day is doing their dining today well no you have a bunch of other people who've already done it so now you're completely limited so that's why like you said it's good to take those hard to get reservations and put them towards the end of your trip just because again it limits the number of people who have already been on to make those reservations so it's you know little tips and tricks that you know if you use an agent that you know kind of helps you get to you know where you need to be it's kind of funny too man because we chat uh you know we chat with people and you're right sometimes it just doesn't click you know it's like me trying to do fifth grade math i can't do it i tonight (laughs) i told riley i was like put a question mark next to it i'll sign my name i say i don't know how to do that take it to school tomorrow i have no idea (laughs) it was a fractions question where it was like in one box there's 
five sixths that a student eats five sixths of the box of cup plain cupcakes. In another box, the students eat one tenth of a box of plain cupcakes. And then in another box, student eats three fourths of a box of sprinkle cupcakes. And in another box, the student eats you know uh, whatever one eighth of a box of, of of sprinkle cupcakes. Which student ate more cupcakes, the the sprinkled or the plain? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> now you're throwing so many denominators at me. Right. I'm done. I can't find a common one if I tried. There's not. Like, <laughs> I, I said, just take it in tomorrow, man. I'm done. I, I'm sorry. I love you, but Dad can't do this. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't click. That look, you've. I always tell people, I'm like, imagine you're arriving on a Wednesday for a four-night trip, right? In our favorite rocket ship, floating through the sky, <laughs> Little Einstein's. And you are able to book all four days of your trip. Well, now imagine the person who arrived on a Sunday on a four-day trip. They've already been able to book those four days. So they've, right. And then on Monday, those people were able to book. And Tuesday, those people were able to book. And so I always try to explain it, but I think it is a hard... It's hard to grasp sometimes um, for people who are newer to Disney because, to be honest, I mean, you're used to being like, oh, dining opens this day. Well, all dining should open that day, and it just doesn't. So um, whenever we say we need to push it towards the end of your trip, it's not because we're trying to push you into a corner. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're just telling you this is going to be the only way we even have a shot at this. You know, like Chef Mickey's super tough with a large group, you know, whenever we talk uh, first year trip because so many people want it. And uh, I've seen a lot of that recently. Um, I think too, Dan, it's really important to make a group leader. I think I think you need at some point to say, "Hey, you know what? Um, Susie's going to be our group leader, and she's going to handle making sure everything's all put together." Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to have one person to go to, uh, and that way, you know, it, it's probably good to have her set up her My Disney Experience account, and then that way she can set everyone else up in there. And, you know, like you said, with that group leader, we can link everyone together. So basically link everyone's MDE account together so that way she's going to be able to see everyone's plans and everyone's going to be able to see her plans. And it just makes everything a little more seamless and, you, you know, you can kind of see what's going on. When we talk group leader too, that when we say you're using an agent, when we make dining, we're going to do it under one MDE. So we're going to do it under one My Disney Experience account. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to separate dining through different parties because one, whenever we're doing this, we're on a time crunch. Like we're literally trying to get these as quick as possible, right? At 6 a.m. at that 60 day mark. And so if we have it all, you know, we, we get Susie's MDE, we link everybody, everybody can see, then we can just go use Susie's MDE and Susie can get on and book them or we can get on and book them. And we have that covered. Um, I think a lot of parties too think that you know, even if you have a group of eight, that you know you have to have your dining separate. You don't. We can just book it all under one person, and then we can go from there. That's not a not an issue at all. We can say who's going to be each reservation, and go from there. Talking about MDE too, I think it's super important, Dan, for people to when you're in a large party to make sure everyone in the party understands my Disney experience and how it works. I think it's really important to get your hands on it, you know, get spend an evening at grandma and grandpa's and download the app and work with them and show them how to look up the maps, how to look up wait times, how, you know, do, do those types of things, how to do mobile order because there's nothing more frustrating for a large group when and you see it in the parks whenever you're just walking through when you see that Susie understands what she's doing but Susie <laughs> wanted to go do something else 
and grandma and grandpa just want to grab a quick serve and they can't quite figure it out. And yes, yeah, right. so the cast members are there to help, but you're already ahead of the game if if you get together and everyone understands how to use my Disney experience. I, for sure. I mean, this I mean this goes for really anyone that goes to Disney. I mean, really, your best bet is to, and I tell this to all my clients that, you know, play with that app. You know, th- that app. You know, while while we make fun of Disney IT all the time, and they always have problems with certain things, that app is really good. You know, it it shows you the park maps, so you can kind of get an idea of where everything is at. You know, it you know it if you're looking for dining options and you're not quite sure where you want to go, you, you can see all the menus on there for all the restaurants. I mean, there's so much at the you know at your fingertip uh, with that MDE app that if you do a little research, you're going to have a better trip. Yeah, I think too. Whenever we talk about planning ahead for a large group, is a lot of times you know you might need stroller rentals, you might need um, ECV rentals, you might need that kind of stuff for certain people in your party. And to have that done before you go saves a ton of time, a ton of effort, a ton of stress to be able to get online, book that stuff. Whether you're using an outside company having it delivered to the resort, remember if you haven't delivered to the resort that it's going to be, you have to meet them. They will not hold that stuff for you anymore. So, you know, make sure that you're getting that stuff taken care of. Large groups bring more stress, I think, with any Disney vacation. For sure. Yeah, because you have so many different opinions and so many different egos. And, you know, at some point, you know, you know, str- there's going to be some stress going on at Disney, you know, because at some point I'm sure, you, you know, Riley's kind of lost it or maybe had a little bit of a breakdown. You it's know, like that's happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you better watch it, you know, and, and, you know, it, you know, it's, it's different if it's just you and your family and how you handle that. But now all of a sudden with your, you're with a big group, it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's a huge stressor for sure. So, I mean, the better prepared you are when you walk into that park, with that group and you kind of manage expectations, the better time you're going to have for sure. Are you saying I'm going to do the dad whisper voice? <laughs> don't you, don't you swear what did I tell you? Stop it right now. You know? Not in um, front of everybody. <laughs> not in front of everybody. You know, and Katie's like, I'm just tired. I want to go back to the room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, the main thing, you can have a blast. I mean, you can have a lot of fun even two, three weeks out. I think you just have to kind of temper expectations on you're not you may not be able to get that dining that you you know maybe had in your head that you wanted and i hope that you talked to somebody beforehand before booking it that gave that gave you the real the realization how hard it can be but also dan i want to talk about this for a second i've noticed a lot more how much easier it is to get same day dining at disney than it has been in the past so for these large parties do you think it's worth looking into not only looking into the same dine, same day dining or day before dining uh, once you're there, because a lot of people are doing cancellations, but also a lot of these places are doing walk ups. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, you are taking a chance if you try to walk up to to a restaurant. You could split you know, though, too. Yeah, you you could split. You might wait. Um, it might not be a bad idea to have you know at least some reservations. And and I guess the problem with this whole reservation system, and I wish Disney would fix it in some way, where people hoard reservations now. They really do. Who? Like who? Everyone. Everyone Ooh, hoards them. People will will make multiple reservations for the day, <laughs> and Disney should limit that in some way, shape, or form. You know, they really should, because again, what ha- what happens is is about twenty four hours before that day, you see a bunch of stuff all of a sudden drop because people you know cancel reservations and s- things open up. So you know, it's it's just kind of the nature of the beast. You know, there is no real policing of it right now. So 
that's what happens. So yeah, you could definitely grab stuff, you know, last minute or day of even. Everyone who's booked a trip with me right now is laughing uh, that you're you're um, saying this because you're a hoarder. You oh, I'm terrible about it. With my clients, I'm not for me. I barely book dining <laughs> for me. Uh, I'm a last second dining person. Wow. Um, I actually booked my dining for Marathon Weekend. I took care of a couple clients, and then I got on after that and took care of mine. Um, added in some extra seats. Um, yeah, dude. Here, here's my thing, Dan is. When I look at clients and they tell me I want, you know, whatever, let's say Topolino's or Chef Mickey's or Viennapoli, whatever. If I can grab Viennapoli, but they also had a second choice because when we do our meeting, I always talk, we talk about second choices and they have that available too. I grab both. <laughs> I grab both because I just think I'd rather get it when I can. Sure. Then, and also, it's look, the early bird gets the worm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the perks of using an agent is the fact that I'm awake getting them when some people are sleeping in. So, I don't know. I Do I feel bad about it? Not really, because it's not for me. So, I, <laughs> I really don't feel, I actually feel quite good that I'm giving my clients so many options. You son of a gun. Do you do <laughs> it? I bet you do it too. Now, I really don't do it very often. Like, occasionally, like, there may be one day where if they are, they are like, hey, we're going to be at Epcot, we want to eat at Viennapoli. But, you know, we were talking about going to Magic Kingdom that night for fireworks and we always wanted to eat at California Grill. You know, maybe I would do something like that and give them one option on one particular day, but I don't stack them like day to day. It's like oh, see, somewhere Matt Zurich is smiling ear to ear because he knows <laughs> like I'm throwing like four a day on there. I'm like, no. here, you got a breakfast, a lunch, a late lunch, a dinner. <laughs> like, you better be a hobbit, buddy, because you're having lots of food uh, throughout the day. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's smiling right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that, that's, that is true. That's, it's, I'm kind of my own worst enemy because then I go to book kind of these last second trips or I go to book parties of eight and it's harder to find because, uh, you know, I've, there's also parties who have, you know, multiple four top tables around the same hour and a half, two hour window right. that, uh, that have been taken up. So, but yes, I mean that last, that I kind of tell clients, I'm like, there's no guarantee we continue to look throughout, but. It's one of those things where if you for for me personally with Disney recently I've had just so much luck that day of day before I mean this past trip Dan Katie and I grabbed a same day hoopty do when has that ever happened Yeah that's crazy and we grabbed a same day Topolinos we grabbed a same day Viennapoli uh I mean it, it's just things were popping and these aren't these aren't like bad times either right. these are like regular 5 p.m. dinner times yeah, and, and that's the thing is, like I said, people people are stacking reservations, so at some point they'll drop one off. And I heard something that Disney was talking about eliminating like that twenty four hour rule too. I don't know if that's if that's true or not, but I read that somewhere, and I don't know where it was now. Maybe it was like some really rumor. like you can do a same day cancellation, like do same day cancellations. I would think that would be a bad idea, but mm. I don't know. I have to use my trick to get out of it now. Right? Yeah. Is it the same trick I use? Same trick you use, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that we one won't keep to us. Yeah, there are certain right. people out there smiling with that one too, but that one, that one will stay. That will stay under the under the under the vest. Uh, close to the vest, under the vest. We'll put it under the vest just to be sure. Um, so anyway, uh, look, there's there's lots of stuff like that, and also I think one thing when we talk real quick about planning is if you're wanting to make reservations for things, be open to 
doing it at weird times. Like, yeah. if you want to do something, like if you want to do a droid build with a group of eight, or you know, a lightsaber build, or you want to get into ogas, be be open to doing like two thirty, you know, yeah. or at even I know it sounds weird, like a ten o'clock ogas in the morning. That's a little yeah. bit early to have jello shots, but is it though? Is it though? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I think if you're open to having kind of weird times, you're gonna have better luck getting like a three thirty dinner than you are a five thirty dinner. Sure. And in another way, you can kind of get around that. And I and I try to push people to do this, especially if you have a group of like nine or 10 is to have two two different reservations. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a party of five and four or, you know, depending on how big that party is. But if you have two reservations around the same time, a lot of times they will still accommodate and try to put you together or at least at the very least put you right next to each other. So, at least you know, you're eating. Correct. And, you know, it, again, it's hard, especially with some of the restaurants we'll talk about. You know, they just, you know, some of these restaurants aren't very big to be able to seat a, a huge party like that. Well, before we get into the restaurants, let's talk hotels. Because, you know, Disney, the one complaint I've kind of had with Disney over the years is that it's not very accommodating for large parties. And that has changed uh, in the last decade or so because Disney has understood the fact that there's more and more families who want to go. You know, Dan, you're the perfect example. Family of five who yeah. want to go, and there's just limited options um, whenever you're looking at that. And, you know, we talk about going in a large group. Sometimes if you have nine, you need a room that'll sleep five or six. And then, of course, you get that second room to go along with it. So let's talk about some of the best hotels um, to stay at. Dan, when we look at the values, what's something that comes to mind for you? Uh, you know, family goes on a budget. They, they want to get something where everyone, maybe five or six of them, can all be in one room, not splitting up. Well, something that comes to mind is one of the better value resorts. I mean, I think hands down, and I'm sure you'll agree, is, is Art of Animation. I mean, with the family suites there, obviously, you know, that you know you have a nice large room for a family of six. Um, but, you know, just the, the value of Art of Animation is great once they brought Skyliner on board. So, like, yes. I don't know. There's, there's just something about that. Like, just the, the convenience of that transportation with a nice family suite like that, it just, you know, that, you know, it, they they call it a value resort, but I think it's really more of a moderate. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, the yeah. rooms are almost 600 square feet. Yeah. That's a that's a large room on, pro- on Disney property. I mean, that really is uh, for what you're getting. Um, I'm also going to go, man, to, and you talked about the Skyliner Gondo. That's it. <laughs> when you talk about staying at art of animation that's a huge plus there too but i'm also going to go for all-star music i mean the one thing disney did was they understood look these family suites are selling out these things are huge like we really need this and these family suites at these uh value resorts can sleep up six adults damn we don't see that we don't even see being able to sleep five adults in disney rooms with the fifth sleeper anymore you know disney changed their policy a while back to where like take a family like yours you still have a teenager two teenagers But you're not that far away, man, from having to get two rooms if you take the whole family to Disney because you can you can no longer sleep five adults in one of the fifth sleeper rooms. You can sleep four adults and then a anyone anyone under the age of seventeen in that room. But if you have five adults, you are done. You would have to go to a family suite. And when we talk values, of course, Art of Animation and All Star Music, the newest family suites, um, are your way to go if you want to go value. Dan, are you realizing you're on the cusp of that? You have a 13-year-old as of today. So yes. you are like <laughs> five years away, man, from having to get two rooms at Disney. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be the adult that has to sleep in that fifth sleeper. 
That is not very big, and it doesn't look very I'd comfortable. Fine. I'd be fine. <laughs> I don't know about that. It, and that the cushion is that 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 bed cushion there. It's it's more of a cushion. It's not even a it's not even a mattress. It's a cushion on that fifth sleeper. So yeah, if if you're a kid, you can handle that for for eight to ten hours a day. You know, over a four or five day span. Me, I, I'm not I'm not sleeping on that thing. Well, you're also 71 years old, so <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. It's not easy. it's not going to happen. Easy. Um, you know, for me, it's one of those things where I sleep on the pullout a lot at Disney, the pullout bed. Yeah. Because we typically have that fifth sleeper, and Riley sleeps in the pull down sleeper. I sleep in the pullout bed and um, in the couch bed, and Katie sleeps in the big bed. And we just uh, we all sleep better in our own beds. It's quite nice. I mean, people think we're weird. I don't know. Um, it's, it's just what we do. Like at home, here's the problem. And I, there's gonna be so you many, never get the bed. You never get the bed. You always never have get to, the bed. That's terrible. Here, yeah. I don't. I don't, I take. I'm just a gentleman. <laughs> um, the thing about it too, man, is there's gonna be so many couples out there that are going to scream yes whenever I say this. Once you're used to sleeping in a king bed, anything smaller is just brutal. Oh, I so agree. when Katie and I travel, we typically, even if it's just the two of us, I'll typically get two beds. We like we go straight back to the 1950s, you know, <laughs> where we each have our beds and you know nightlights and reading and stuff like that. So that's just the way the way we roll. Um, would Jen? Do you all do that? Do you, do you and Jen? Or is it no? You just no. no we've been together forever. No, I'll just complain. Like we were at a, a wedding this weekend, and you know, the, most of those beds are queen size beds, and it's like, oh yeah. my god, stop touching me! It's like <laughs> it's so hot. Yeah, that's Katie. Katie, uh. she fights demons in her sleep. I mean, I swear <laughs> she is. She's all over the place, kicks and turns and pulls covers and all that. And I'm like, I, I sleep like uh, like the Walking Dead, but I've not been resurrected yet. I mean, I, I have my hands over my chest, and I sleep on my back and just don't make a sound, don't move. It's it's quite eerie. Um, but, yeah, like I, I just I don't understand. I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, I, I'll sleep in the couch bed. We'll all sleep better. Um, moving to the moderates, man. Look, I mean, you can move up a tier. We kind of said that Art of Animation is – is for in my head a, a moderate when you talk about these as far as the value of what you're getting for the cost I, it's kind of the same you know what i mean um but for the moderates look disney went and they added the brand new beautiful i've actually got some clients staying there soon grand destino tower that thing is unbelievable have you ever been over there i have not yet oh buddy it's i'm telling you toledo and dahlia lounge are two of the coolest places on property yeah like they're they're amazing, food's fantastic, drinks are amazing, views. It's the tallest tallest spot on property. Views are incredible. Um, I I I love it over there, and that tower is unbelievably beautiful. It it gives Riviera a run for its money. Really? Yes. Well, I'm I'm actually kind of excited because I'm I'm going to Disney in December uh, for a Disney fam, and I'm supposed to be staying at Coronado. I don't know where we're staying yet, but. I'll be close enough there in that area where I would like to at least check out some of the lounges there. And, and what days uh, are you going down? The twelfth through the fifteenth of December. Katie's like pressuring me. She's like to go down before Christmas. Yeah. So I might see you there. I will. I'll. I'll be free after dinner, probably or around dinner time. Yeah, we'll meet you at Dahlia. Um, we'll go play some putt putt. Uh, sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the the Grand Destino Tower. 
uh, at Coronado is absolutely an amazing, amazing option because what did they do? They went in and they put they you know they do have regular rooms, but they also put in the the Casitas uh, suites. They have a one bedroom suite that one sleeps up to six adults. Actually considered a VIP suite. Um, has a wet bar, has two seating areas, and uh, they have the Casitas executive sleeps. This thing sleeps up to eight adults. Um, it has it's a size of five standard rooms, Dan. It's fifteen hundred square feet. Um, full dining area, office area, living room, two and a half bathrooms, and then if you really want to ball out, they got the Grand Estino Tower Presidential Suite. So you have six adults. Um, it is only on the fifteenth floor, and uh, has a living room, wet bar, dining area, two and a half bathrooms. It's like an apartment, they say. Yeah. This sounds more deluxe than moderate to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Anytime they put presidential before anything, right. you know, like, okay, like, we're not. We're not, we're not, we're not joking around here. Uh, but also, you know, some Dan is look head over to Fort Wilderness. The cabins there are a great option. Yeah. Oh heck yeah, those sleep at eight, right? Don't those sleep yeah. eight? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, there's. You, my only downside to, to Fort Wilderness is is your location. You know, yeah. so as long as you're gonna you're gonna spend the money and get get a golf cart so you can travel around and kind of get around a little better. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great spot for larger families for sure. And also, it's an easy boat ride over to Magic Kingdom. Yep. I mean, you do need to rent a a golf cart. Can I tell you something too? I how how terrible am I as a Disney podcast host now for almost five years and a travel advisor? Been doing that for four years. I see this golf cart at Fort Wilderness, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm so the dude cool. sold it too. Like he was like, I was like, whoa, that thing's awesome. Look like Mater, you know? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, they, you know, they do that. Did this to it and that to it, you know, they did this. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, man. I, I like it a lot. He didn't say he rented it. He owned it. Like, that dude owned it like it was his, you know? I'm like, ah, oh, you punk. Again, you know, I posted on the group, and we were like, yeah, we've rented that before. I'm like, oh, wow. That guy got me. <laughs> it was I really cool. Hoodwinked. <laughs> it was super cool. Um, let's talk deluxe. Look, uh, if you were wanting to go to Disney, party of eight or more or seven or more, and you're wanting to spend some money, you want to go stay deluxe. Now our options go wide open, Dan. For sure. I mean, there's there's tons of options deluxe wise with one, two, three bedroom villas. Uh, but you know, it's it's definitely going to cost you for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be spending some money. Look, I'm DVC. I've stayed in one bedrooms. Uh, I've stayed in two bedrooms. Uh, we've stayed in the treehouse together, Dan. Yes. Uh, we with, with the great and powerful Rick Reagan over there. We had a great night hanging out. So we've been in these re- places that can sleep a lot of places, or a lot of people. What were you saying? I was going to say, do you remember that night? I don't remember I don't. a lot of it, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, deluxe resorts now, like you said, I mean, the villas are opened up. You have lots of options, but it is on that higher end of your budget. You know, you've got to come and, and be ready to spend some money, but it does open up those options. The good part about it is, Dan, they do have it for each family. You know, there is an option available with, you know, the values, the moderates, and the deluxes, we can find something that works for every family of, you know, seven or eight or more uh, that goes along with it. As far as resorts, is there anyone that you would tell a family to stay away from transportation-wise with a larger group? I mean, with a larger group, I would I would shy towards, shy them away from, like, some of the values. I mean, maybe, again, Art of Animation and Pop Century, like, I'm fine with because you have the Skyliner. But, but other than that, you know... Maybe the other values I'd kind of shy them away from, because again, you know, everyone has a certain budget. So you know, the family suites at at the values are great, but they are priced a little bit higher. So 
Sometimes, you know, if, if everyone has to go with just like those single double rooms there, you know, the, the only thing is Disney won't guarantee that they're going to be connecting. They won't guarantee that they're necessarily going to be right next to each other, but you should at least be in the same area. So again, you know, while we picked what we thought were the best, you know, you could essentially stay anywhere and just stay in double rooms and be, you know, somewhat close to each other in the same building. Well, I think you nailed it too, because we get a lot of people go, well, we want to be um, in connecting rooms or we want to be side by side. We can put those those types of requests in, right? but Disney does not guarantee any of those. Uh, same with like, we want to be in this certain area of, you know, we want to be in Aruba um, over Caribbean Beach or we want to, you know, we can put those requests in, but Disney does not guarantee. It's all based on availability and when things open up with other guests leaving and when they're clean and all that kind of stuff. So um, let's get into the real heart of traveling with a large party, and that's dining. Uh, Dan, it's we talked about it briefly earlier about how hard it can be to do dining uh, with a larger group, even at 60 days. Really, inside of 60 days gets almost impossible for some restaurants. Let's talk about the restaurants first that are the best to look at whenever you're traveling with a large group. What's the first one that comes to mind for you? First one that comes to mind would be beer garden. It's big. You know, yeah. you, you should have big usually beers, no, big tables, yeah, right? Big sauerkraut. And again, you know, if, if you really, you know, unless you have certain wants of, you know, certain restaurants you want to go to, as long as you like German food, we're going to be able to sit you all together. So, you know, this is, this is a perfect opportunity, and plus it's a great atmosphere. You're going to have a good time, and you know, you're know you all going to be sitting really pretty much at the same big table. So, I mean, this this place I think is great. Beer Garden for me is the go-to. We did – were you at that meetup for I, Beer Garden? I wasn't at Beer Garden. I was, we were actually in Germany, though, right at the end of the like monsoon that came down. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so like, we we wanted to say hi to everyone because we were actually in the middle of I think we were park hopping all four parks that particular day. So we were just kind of like, I think we were finishing off Epcot. So we wanted to meet everyone real quick as everyone was going to dinner, and like literally the sky opened up and it was just like raining cats and dogs. So when we met everyone, everyone was just soaking, sopping wet, which was kind of ridiculous. But you know, it it, it was what it was. <laughs> We sat in that restaurant freezing, but all <laughs> drinking these big steins of beer. Yep. There was like 55 of us. I mean, there was just this massive group inside Beer Garden. Oh. So, look, if we can get 55 of us in there, then we can definitely get a party of eight or a little more because those tables are awesome. Listen, you got live music, too. It is, I mean, Beer Garden, I think, is one of the most underrated restaurants on Disney property. Yeah. Unfortunately, my wife doesn't love the food because she doesn't love German food. Yeah. I love it. I am a huge fan of beer garden um so that is a go-to for me another one too is i think anytime you stick away from doing something inside a park a lot of times you're gonna have a lot of luck and i'm gonna go over to boma and at animal kingdom lodge boma for me has a lot of big top tables they have a lot of eight tops sitting there um it's a buffet style you have great views it's a little bit louder for me boma's a huge one to be able to go eat at uh with a large party typically we can get that reservation too Oh, yeah, and Boma's usually an easy one to get, too. So, I mean, again, nice big tables, big areas, you know, it's, it, it is long, and plus, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, the only problem is, is trying to get there. That, that would yeah, be the biggest, yeah. that's the biggest problem is, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, I mean, unless you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, they, you know, the logistics of getting a larger group there could be a little bit tricky, that's all. 
Yeah, pretty much. You're, look, I mean, unless you're going to take a Lyft or an Uber, you're going to have to take a bus to Animal Kingdom and then, or wherever. I mean, you could take it to any park or Disney Springs, whatever one's closest to you. And then you're going to have to take a bus from there to Animal Kingdom Lodge, yeah. which is, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're an hour. You're just, you're just better off taking an Uber. You really are. You're better taking an Uber or Lyft. Like, you know, yeah. get get it going and just get over there. You're going to save yourself an hour of, of, of moving around. Um, the two I have, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in real quick before we get to the ones, uh, a couple other ones that we really, really love because two of them, I think are the same spot and we, that it kind of has the downfall like we were talking about, but if you do it on a magic kingdom day, it really works. And that is trails in or hoopty do, um, when I think hoopty do is fantastic, larger tables, it's loud. It's amazing. It's one of the best dining experiences on property and trails in is typically something we can get all the time. Uh, yeah. so I love, love, love both those options over at Fort Wilderness. Um, outside of those, what's something else, Dan? Another one that comes to mind for you. Uh, well, I mean, Chef Mickey's, uh, it's a little bit of a hard get, but it's a nice big dining area. So it's something that, you know, as long as you can get, you know, at least maybe a couple of reservations right around the same time, you'll be able to get seated together. And, you know, you know, Chef Mickey's is usually, at least for first timers, is always on that list. People want to go there. They want to see the characters. And, you know, it's it's a nice big restaurant to hit. Yeah, I think you know it too with the fact that we need to, uh, you know, that's that's one. A couple of these are, are those. If you're a large group, we need to do this right at sixty days. Uh, Chef yeah. Mickey's for especially for a large group needs to be done right at sixty days. Outside of sixty that days, it disappear. gets really, really, really tough um, because everybody wants. To, there's only Dan. I think there's only six character meals on property right now. Yeah, I was looking the other day. So that's not very many options for character meals uh, on Disney property. So it makes it makes it really, really tough. It's funny because your backdrop tonight has one that I said. Um, yeah, it can be another hard one to get. I, I like, like I said, I lucked into a last second reservation. Only three of us though. Um, but you want to talk about a fun restaurant? You can get massive pizza pies, have great drinks, good food. Uh, right there in the smack in the middle of World Showcase in the Italian Pavilion, and that is Via Napoli. Uh, Rick Reagan, speaking of Rick again, turned me on to Via Napoli. I had eaten there years ago, and I said, I'll never go back. I didn't love it. Now it's a staple. We eat there almost every vacation. I love it. The food's fantastic. The drinks are amazing. The service is great. Love everything about Via Napoli, and it's great for big parties. Yeah, I love Via Napoli. I honestly think this is the restaurant we've been to the most on Disney property. Um you know, there, there was there were times where we had our, our I think we've had a couple of ten and fourteen day trips where we were there like three times. Yeah, it's I mean, awesome. <laughs> love love going there. The the big table behind me. Have you ever eaten at that big table? No, we, we no. got to eat, we we got to eat at that big table one time. I think we had a party of about maybe fifteen to sixteen of us. So I mean, again, huge group that they sat us all together at that nice big table. I mean, again, and and the thing about Via Napoli that's so great is it's. It's affordable for a table service yes. if you're getting those big old pizzas. I mean, yeah, it's still not it's not cheap. Like you're going to you're not going to Pizza Hut. Yeah, but nothing's but, cheap in the parks. I mean, right, like you're, you're on right. Disney property. But, but in in relation to everything else, it's a pretty affordable table service restaurant to go to if you're getting a bunch of pizza. So yeah, th- that's definitely one of my favorites. I'm gonna keep us in Epcot. I'm gonna go over to one of our favorites somewhere we eat a lot. We end up eating with other families uh, because we only have three of us. And that's Tapanito. You another one you have to do right at sixty days for a large party. But um, they they those tables seat eight people. They can actually stretch it to ten, I believe, with the extensions uh, that go through. Yeah. And so 
I uh, I absolutely love Tepanito. It for me. Yes, can I eat Japanese steakhouse at home? Yes, I can. Is it inside Epcot in the Japan Pavilion? No, it's not. So I'll take Tepanito. Do they make a Mickey with onions? No, nope. they have, don't do that at home. Have I ever showed <laughs> you the Mickey picture with the onions? Not the simple one. Like the legit looks like an artwork that the guy did no. one time. All right. DDP family is going to scream at me. I will post <laughs> this picture. Okay. Hold me accountable. Actually, don't hold me accountable. Let's, let's back up. My <laughs> wife will post this picture. Okay. Hold her accountable. Hold her accountable. Somebody yes. tag her right when you're listening to this right now. Go on the Facebook page. DDP today. Uh, uh, Facebook family. Go join right now if you're not a part. I don't know what you're doing. You're missing out. Most positive place on the internet. Go right now and type Katie. You need to post the Mickey from Teponito from Onions, um, and then tell them that you all, you want to see it. And let's and then everybody just keep tagging her in the comments over and over and over and over and over again until she finally does it. Um, and we'll we'll hold Katie accountable because I think she's got the picture on her phone, dude. It's unbelievable. It's unreal. It is. That's it was. Crazy. I've never seen the guy again. Supposedly he's still there, but he's the head chef now, and he unbelievable. I can't wait till she posts that picture. Um, I like what I did there. I kind of put it on her because I never remember <laughs> posts. So I'm like, all right, put it on her. Uh, Dan, I think we came up with one more going into a park, uh, heading over to the Magic Kingdom. Everybody wants to eat in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, what's a good place for us to go with a party of eight or more? I mean, Liberty Tree is uh, is the perfect one to go to, I think, especially in, in MK. Uh, you know, they can seat larger groups. I know they have smaller tables, but they'll bring them together. So, I mean, this is a perfect one, and I, I mean, you know, it's the perfect time of year, too. You can go there for a little Thanksgiving dinner and, uh, you know, have a good time. I mean, I'm not a big Thanksgiving dinner guy, but, you know. Really? My my wife is. I don't like turkey. Okay, I'm hold on. Turkey we'll guy. talk about this on the patron side, because we're going to talk on Thanksgiving okay. over on the patron side. So, we'll get into your uh, turkey inadequacies uh, on that side <laughs> there. Uh, let's talk about some of the worst, because, look, I mean, there's a lot of times that families don't understand when they go on a on a vacation with a lot of people that there are just certain dining options that are just not going to be great for your family they're just uh because of the setup because of the table options they're just we're not going to be able to really get reservations there or even if we do you're gonna have to split up it just doesn't work well um what's the first one that you're thinking about if we're talking the worst dining for groups of eight or more uh at walt disney world i mean the this one is like people always want to go here and if you have a large group, it just doesn't work. And that's sci-fi dining theater. I mean, it's just, if you're not sitting in the cars, like, what's the point of being there? You know, like, you want to be able to sit in that car and, you know, stare at the, the sci-fi movie during the show. And, you know, that, you know, you could seat maybe five if you have three little ones uh, in there. You know, so if you have a large group, you know, at the very least, you're going to be sitting at the back tables and I just don't think it's a very good idea. So th- this one is, I think, a really bad idea for a larger group. Can I give an unpopular opinion? What's that? You don't like it? You know how I said Beer Garden's one of the most underrated restaurants on property? Yeah. Sci-fi, 50s Prime, or uh, uh, Sci-Fi uh, um, Dine and Drive or whatever it is, is one of the most overrated meals on property. Yeah, it's just okay. It's I've def- only been there a couple it's, times. It's it's fine. I mean, the, the the gimmick is cool the first time you do it. Sure. The food is questionable at best. Like I I I'm not a huge fan of it. People love it. I understand because it is cool when you go in there and you're at a drive-in theater and you're getting to see all that you know stuff. 
for me, it's just a no-go. Like, there's so many better options in Hollywood studios. I'll take Pizza Rizzo over 50s or, or over, uh, I'm sorry, over um, Sci-Fi any day of the week. I love 50s primetime. I keep saying 50s. I love 50s primetime. It's it's an amazing meal. Um, I, I Brown Derby is my is my go-to. Eat there all the time. Yeah, I just don't like it. Everyone wants it too. Like everyone wants yeah, to eat sci-fi. Well, it's I think it's just like the popular thing. They hear about 50s prime or I'm the, you're doing it keep, too. <laughs> like mix. We keep mixing those two. <laughs> they're very they're very sci-fi, similar. Sci-fi prime time <laughs> driving and dine. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Well, speaking of 50s primetime, while we love going there, I think that's probably another one that is like not a good idea for large groups. I don't think there's off, – off the top of my head, I don't think there's any tables in that restaurant larger than a party of six. Yeah. It's the way it's set up with the, the walls in the middle of the restaurant to make you feel like you're in a kitchen. Um, right. So that's it's a little strange as far as the setup goes. So it doesn't really work well. It's also pretty small if you really think about it. As far as the table settings, there's not a lot of options in that restaurant for large, large parties. You would definitely, I think, have to split up. Yeah. If you have a party of 10, I, there's no way they're seating you together. I just don't see it anywhere in, in the restaurant. So I think you would have to be able to make two reservations and split up. I, I can honestly say I do this all the time. I had three different mornings this past week where I was up doing dining. Actually, four different mornings I was up doing dining for clients. I've got three this week, and I can honestly say uh, a couple of those were for parties of seven. I didn't see any 50s primetime. I didn't see any sci-fi available for their entire trip. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> they're not really good ideas for those larger groups anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Um, you know, a place I've never been. There's only a couple restaurants on Disney property I've never eaten at, and I need to remedy this and go here next time I'm there. Uh, Dan, but you've been there. Beaches and cream. Yeah, I mean, now, truth be told, I have not been there since the renovation, but I don't think it's still that much bigger than it was before. I mean, previously, it was it was really small. I mean, that's why it was such a hard reservation to get. It is a little easier now because it's a little bit of a larger dining area. But again, it's not conducive for larger groups for sure. I mean, it just doesn't seat a ton of people. Um, my other one is, look, like we said, everybody wants to eat in the Magic Kingdom. If you have a party of eight or more, Cinderella's Rule Table just may not be for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's just chat. This, this restaurant is not set up for large parties at all. Can they do it? Yes, they can. Um, are you going to have to split up? If you have 10 or more, odds are yes, you're going to have to split up. That is a small, small space inside of Cinderella's Castle. Yeah, and your travel agent's going to probably die of stress and a heart attack because <laughs> he's going to be trying to get that reservation for such a large party, and it's going to be extremely hard to do. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about this, too. Um, is I, I think some people don't realize, too, is if you have 11 or more people we have to call that reservation in. Yeah. Um, we can't do that online. So now, instead of being able to book at 6 a.m., we have to wait till 7 a.m. to call. And there's no guarantee on how long we'll be on hold either with the hold times right. the way they are. So um, definitely for some of these restaurants, if, if sci-fi or 50s or Beach Cream or Cinder's Royal Table, if that's something you definitely want to have, be open to splitting up because that you have such a better shot at splitting up and getting those at 60 days than not splitting up um for sure i'm gonna i'm gonna take the next one and then and then finish this off here i'm gonna go back over because i want to take it because i've had a lot of experience with this restaurant over the last week 
um, because it was really high on the list for a lot of my clients, and they're going with a larger group for Marathon Weekend, and I didn't see it one time. Um, and there's a good reason for it. The restaurant just doesn't set up for large parties. And that's Rosen yeah. Crown over in the UK Pavilion in Epcot. I like Rosen Crown. Dan, have you ever eaten there? I have. I've eaten there a couple times. I ha- I ate it once with, uh, I guess I wouldn't call it a large group. I think there was about seven of us. But we ate outside, mm-hmm. um, like in the in the like the like covered area. So, I mean, the, there's a couple of tables out there that are a little bit on the bigger side. But, again, if you were eating in the dining room area, it's like, it's cramped. It's real cramped. For sure. Yeah. I can only think of one restaurant that's smaller than Rose and Crown in Epcot, and that's Montreal. I have never eaten there. It's great. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. But yeah. I think that only seats. I mean, somebody fact check me on this because I'm doing it off the top of my head. It probably only seats 100 people total. Yeah. And that's it. So, I mean, it's it's really tiny. But the food's really good. Uh, really, really good. That would be, if you if you remember um, <laughs> the good old dining plan, that would be a two-table service. So, you know what yes. you're spending when you go to Monster Pole. Uh, what's the last one, man? We, we thought of. We're staying in Epcot. Uh, Coral Reef. Which there's another one that I've never eaten at. Oh really? Okay. Wow. Uh, I think it was but Jay. It- I think it was Jay that always used to say, "Um, is either Jay or Mike?" Somebody used to talk, and they'd be like, "I think it's really messed up that you go and eat fish in front of other <laughs> fish." <laughs> I think it was Jay who said that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he. It's true. It's true. <laughs> So yeah, uh, it, it, that coral reef definitely does not set up well for for large parties. So there's a couple good restaurants, a couple bad restaurants. Um, getting you planning ahead, knowing what to expect. And you know, I was just thinking, like going back to good restaurants. Now this isn't one that you would have to have a reservation for, um, but uh, and unfortunately, here's another time I wasn't there for this one. Uh, but a great place for large groups would be Geyser Point over at yes. the Wilderness. Yes. I mean, that's what we had the night. It was at the 2019 meetup. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had probably, sure. what, 70 people there? <laughs> yeah, there was a ton of people. Now, I did stop by earlier in the day and gave the management a warning that I would be <laughs> rocking in with like 70 to 90 people. And uh, just so they didn't <laughs> cut staff early. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of let them know. Like, 7 o'clock, we're going to be rolling pretty deep in this place. Uh, and it was, it was that was so much fun, man. The kids ran around. That was right before the first DDP cruise. And we all had a blast. So much fun to be hanging out uh, there all together. Um, another one, too, is, look, the official bar of the DDP today and uh, <laughs> bar and lounge. And that is Stargazers. Head over to Stargazers today. I feel like I need to be sponsored by Stargazers now. Uh, right. Head over to Stargazers <laughs> today for your uh, local drink specials and uh, get you some food from Planet Hollywood. Um, really, really good over there. Mostly, I think it's this. Let's talk about in-park experience real quick before we start to close up. I think... Whenever you go with a large group, you need one, one of the main things you need to do is you need to temper expectations and you need to slow down. Um, and you really need to prioritize the main things you want to do as a group. So yeah. you need to say, hey, all together, we definitely want to ride Space Mountain as all of us together. So let's prioritize that, get a Genie Plus for it. You know, let's make that as a group what we want to do. I think, look, I am a list person. I think you need to make a list. I think you need to talk. Susie needs to get together with grandma and grandpa. You need to get together with cousins and, and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters. And everybody needs to be on the same page to where, hey, each day, what's our top five things as a group that we want to do? Because I think if yeah. you do that, now your expectation is set and you understand 
because everything is going to be everything is going to take a little bit longer with a large party than it will with a small party at Walt Disney World with everything you do. Oh sure. Trying to get everyone to just walk in one direction, <laughs> it could be a challenge from time to time, I'm sure. Um, but I mean, when I anytime I have a large group, I you know will tell them to, I guess at the end of the day, don't expect to be with each other from start to finish. I mean, it's it's really too hard with with so many different opinions in, in a group, and everyone's going to have different wants and needs. So let's say you have five things you all want to do together. Well, you either, you know, set times of doing that or you do that to start the day. But then if you have, you know, if one family has little girls that want to go see princesses and you have, you know, teenagers who aren't really interested in doing that, you know, it's it's not going to work well if you say, OK, we hey, we all have to stay together. Let's go. We're, we're going here. It, it just doesn't work out well. And, and at the end of the day, someone's feelings are going to get hurt or someone's going to get irritated. And, you know, it's it's. It's going to be like Thanksgiving dinner and everyone's going to start arguing, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I always tell people to never plan to like just be with each other the entire time. Plan on splitting up, doing your own thing from time to time, and that way everyone can kind of make sure that they're getting done what they want done while they're in Disney. Oh, I, I, think, I think you absolutely nailed it. I think if you do all of those things, that you can absolutely get the most out of your Disney vacation with a large party. If you plan well enough ahead... Use an agent. You know, come to With Me Travel. Let us take care of you. Um, but even if you don't use an agent, plan ahead. Make sure you're well outside the 60 days. Um, if you really want to get some of those hard-to-do dining or really want to get a certain room, stuff like that. Um, plan for some of these restaurants that are maybe a little bit easier. Plan for some of the hotels that are going to accommodate you uh, even better if you do want those parties of six or more into one bedroom. Um, that's the type of thing you can do. But I will tell you one thing you can definitely do. And that's whenever you're all together in the theme parks, especially in the Magic Kingdom, and you're standing in front of Cinderella Castle, and you're looking, you're saying, man, am I glad we did not eat at Cinderella's Royal Table, and we've got that amazing, amazing meal coming up at Liberty Tree, and you're smiling from ear to ear because you know the food's <laughs> going to be amazing, and you turn around for that perfect picture, and then you go and post it in our DDP Today family Facebook group, and that brings me to this week's Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the week. Mike's favorite thing to do each and every week, but he is not here this week, so I am leading it. Uh, this is new. Here we go. Dan, you're up first, buddy. Give it to me. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Dawn Brown. Uh, she threw some uh, some throwback pictures of uh, River Country. It looks like it's from back from 1997. That's awesome. Uh, she was on a high school senior trip. Uh, really cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, like I know we've discussed before, I was not uh, part of the Disney family back in the in the 90s, never got to go to the parks or anything like that. So I never got to experience any of this. But some of these pictures are really cool, uh, really cool to see that. And uh, that is definitely my pick of the week. Yeah, I tell you what, I would Don, that's awesome. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, if you didn't listen, go back last week, listen to the episode. And we talked about some uh, top five places in Walt Disney World that are extinct now that we would love to experience again. And River Country was on that list. Someplace really, really cool. Um, I'm going to go with a picture. Um, she's posted a ton down there. It looks like her trip's been amazing. She's been doing one of my favorite games, and that is Where in the World Am I? And uh, she's had a <laughs> lot of great ones that she's been posting. But I'm also going to go with, look, Cheryl Pavia set the bar so high when I was with her at Walt Disney World one time. Uh, with the fact that she, as we were eating uh, chili dogs at the um, 
pool there at Animal Kingdom Lodge. She got bread service. And I tell you what, uh, <laughs> Faith Welt Richardson stepped in. And she said, channeling my inner Cheryl Pavi tonight, bread service by the pool. Rock it out. Like, that is the way. I've always said, baller move, well done, yep. so proud of you. That's the way to do it. Uh, enjoying that That's vacation good. with some amazing bread service by the pool. Way Heck to yeah. go. That is a – that you want to talk about tips and tricks? Boom. Cheryl, you've set the bar. And Faith, yep. you have set it even higher. Here we go. Uh, now we're going to see. I want to see here. Let's 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 see how much fun we can have. DDP family, if you can get a table service meal at a different place on Disney World property, that would be a fun thing to see. You know what I mean? Like get a yachtsman <laughs> steak, be eating it, you know, by the pool at uh, Art of Animation or something like that. Like let's <laughs> let's really push the boundaries here. See what you can do, uh, guys. I love this type of show. Why? Because this is what we do. We talk to families all the time who are you know, either newer to Disney or maybe haven't been in a while or maybe have never been in a, on a vacation with 8 to 10 to 12 people and they're just overwhelmed, they don't know what to do. And a show like this allows them to go in one place, get tips, tricks to make the most out of their Disney vacation because, look, paying a lot of money, you're taking a lot of people, and you want to, especially if you're the Disney person in that group, you know how we all are. Everyone listening right now, you know how we are. When we talk to our friends, when we go to the parks with our buddies who are not really as big Disney fans, we want to show them a great time because we want them to enjoy it as much as we do. And so for these people that are listening to this and maybe they're planning those big trips, use these tips, use these tricks, make the most out of the vacation, create those memories that last a lifetime. That's what's going to make it really, really magical is if you temper expectations just a little bit, plan ahead, and maybe go to some of those places that are going to fit those larger parties a little better. Dan, so much fun, buddy. Um, can't can't say how much I appreciate you being here tonight. Uh, we're recording later than normal. Schedules this week were crazy with soccer. Yeah. And Mike's out of town for like five and a half years uh, you know, <laughs> doing uh, the work. He, he's at the police academy up there uh, in Columbia, and I've, I've chatted with him every single day. And uh, I can honestly say um, he's ready to be home. He's very, very ready to be home. Yeah. Uh, he's a man of luxury. <laughs> he does not enjoy what he's going through right now. Uh, but he'll, he'll, be, he'll be done with it and don't have to worry about it. So, Mike, I know you're listening to this, uh, and – uh, I know you're ready to be home, buddy. We're ready to have you back. Uh, Dave we had a late tour. He's in the parks and wanted to be here. Um, he's been working like crazy. And then Joe has had family in town, friends in town, and uh, is bowling tonight. So, uh, But, Dan, I want to thank you, man, for being here. It really does mean a ton. Uh, if you weren't here, guess what? <laughs> it would be a lot of Justin. It'd huh? be a lot of me, and we did one of those <laughs> a while back, and trust me, no one wants that. So uh, super excited. Dan, before we head over to Patreon, we're going to talk some Thanksgiving traditions. I'm going to get down. I might have a little uh, – I might put you on the couch and talk to you about what is really wrong with you and the fact that you don't like Thanksgiving foods. Um, you're the Chandler uh. Bing of this episode, and uh, <laughs> we'll chat a little bit about it. But before we do that, man, let's close this one up. Closing words for the DDP family. Uh, this was a good one. I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see what other people have to say because uh, I don't take a like myself. You know, we're usually just a family of five that are going. So I'm sure there's others, other DDPs out there uh, that, you know, take larger group trips. I'd like to know their thoughts. You know, you know, what are some of the restaurants are their go to's? Uh, you know, what are some of their tips and tricks that they would share with uh, with the rest of the group? Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, I, I have to take a moment to wish a very happy 13th birthday to my youngest. Uh, Emmett has turned 13 today. Uh, for those of you who don't know Emmett, I, I know over the years I've I've posted pictures of him sleeping in just about every <laughs> nook and cranny at Disney World. Uh, but he's I think he's finally grown out of that now. I don't know, maybe not necessarily, but uh, yeah. So I want to wish him a happy birthday, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to Patreon tonight. Yeah, Emmett, happy birthday, buddy. Uh, DDP family, super excited to announce 
the 2023 DDP Today Disneyland Family Vacation. That is, again, July 14th through the 17th. Get a hold of us now. Show it away with me, travel.com. Let's get you booked. Let's get you set. And we will see you out west on the West Coast, walking in Walt's footsteps, hanging out in Disneyland, creating memories last a lifetime, watching World of Color, watching Fantasmic, doing all those amazing things. Can you tell I'm excited, Dan? I am ready to roll. I love Disneyland. Love Disneyland. And I can't wait to be out there and see all of our DDP family out there, too. Uh, people have been begging for this information. Guys, I'm sorry. We've been trying to get it together, trying to make sure dates work for everybody. And now it's set. July 14th through the 17th, we will see you there. We will see you on the West Coast. See you in Disneyland for the DDP Today Disneyland Family Vacation. Other than that, look, everything's right below you. Click those links below. Of course, we're still doing everything we can to get to $10,000 to raise money for Give Kids the World. Send two families to Disney at no cost to them. Create those memories for one week where they have no no thought of what's going on in their life. They can just escape with their parents or loved ones and be in the happiest place on earth. And you guys are the ones that have been able to create the magic to make that happen. We're almost at $7,000. Go right now and donate uh, today. Also, even better, take that link, share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, everybody. We are going to be pushing hard over the next six weeks. I'm coming out with some really, really fun stuff. DDP Today, as the podcast, is going to be matching donations here coming up very shortly. And then right after that, Away With Me Travel is going to be matching donations uh, for that as well. So that'll be the time, man. Give, 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 and let's make sure that DDP Today opens our wallet and, and uh, gives money there too, and let's hit that $10,000 goal. That is the most important thing we can do this year. By December 31st, I want to see $10,000 going to Give Kids the World. It's amazing, and you guys are the greatest. You are the greatest Disney family out there, and I love you for it. Dan, let's head over to Patron. I'm excited tonight to talk some Thanksgiving traditions. Uh, we, we put to the Patron group, uh, which we did have a couple new Patron members. Uh, put to the Patron group, what are some weird traditions your family does on Thanksgiving? And some people posted some things that really made me <laughs> kind of take a second look. You know what I mean? We uh, kind of go, Ugh, okay, that's a little little strange. But we'll get over there. We'll discuss that. Dan, thank you so much, brother. I cannot wait to see you on the other side. DDP Today family, have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.